episode two ton of the sad and sud podcast i'm your host as always peter joined by my co-host jake and uh, and kurt now kurt isn't here this week he's uh shrunken down to the size of a red blood cell to go inside jake's body and fight off COVID 19 yeah so i i i was sneezing and coughing and i said kurt I need help. I think I have the Rona. I had no evidence based off that. I was just using that, the symptoms. I said, yeah, I got you, dude. He's like, I got you. And then he uh, steps inside his shrinkinator. He drank a small beer, because that's what it does, small beer. It, it turns you it turns you small. <laughs> and he's, he's piloting a small submarine with his two bunnies and his girlfriend. And they're inside my body, because he needs a crew. Uh, you know, make sure everything goes smoothly. Um, he's and... he's driving his Santa Fe through your arteries <laughs> as we speak. Yeah, it's, it's just his car. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying not to move around, and if you hear me cough and sneeze, that's probably why. Because uh, I have a Kurt family inside me fighting off my disease. <laughs> <laughs> So appropriately, this has to be the greatest journey, uh, or what's the greatest adventure? What's the what's the name? Like not inner space. I know that was one of them, but this is this is the greatest journey episode of the podcast yeah. in honor of Kurt. He's got yeah. he's got five minutes to get out of there. Everybody has it. Every show, every podcast, they all have an episode where they go inside somebody's body, and they have to escape last second and then enlarge, <laughs> <laughs> including today's feature. 12 rounds. <laughs> 12 rounds, yeah. Like when he got double crossed again <laughs> and uh, they had to get him to the hospital to remove the people that were inside him fighting off the disease that was going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> the kids learning about the immune system inside of him. <laughs> it was a school field trip gone wrong. <laughs> oh, Gord. And of course, uh, as always, we're coming at you live from, I don't know, the White House? Some college campus that's trying to be a police station? Uh, some hair salon that's trying to open up before it's okay to open up? I don't know. <laughs> we could be anywhere. My electrical storage closet? I, it's where I store all my electricity. <laughs> Not the store. My decently sized oh, closet geez. that Peter thought he saw a girl in. Last I week. looked. I looked in Jake's closet, and one of the things hanging up just it just looked like a woman with like grudge hair, and she was hanging down. Like Jake, you got a spirit in there. You got an apparition. Yeah, yeah I do. I do. Does every house in Delaware in uh, Delaware? Delaware, Delaware come <laughs> fucking Baltimore? That's not a, that's not a state. <laughs> Every business in America would, <laughs> would disagree with you there. That's not a state. Delaware ain't a state. It's the place to incorporate. It's all, I think it's also actually... It's actually the first state. Do people actually live in Delaware? No. 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 It's like Wisconsin? 
Yeah, they just sort of you go to Delaware and it's like it's like inner it's like a hole in space. You just, you're right in Maryland. You're just there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so of course, <laughs> uh, on the topic of purgatory, uh, you may have guessed what today's movie is, but it is twelve rounds. But not just twelve rounds. We watched twelve rounds three, lockdown. So was this the third installment of twelve e- rounds? Yes, uh, twelve rounds was a movie. I think that was made by. They were all made by WWE Studios. That's weird. For as one, yeah. They well, WWE likes to re- release movies. Uh, and this one was part of what they call the action six pack. So there's the three 12 rounds movies and three other ones. Uh, I don't think this will be for us like, like the ninja operations. I don't want to watch the entirety of the action six pack. Uh, but they all have wrestlers as the stars, which makes for some real entertainment. I think the first one actually had John Cena in it think uh i know the second one had randall orthogonal in it more commonly known to the people is randy orton but i know better randall uh i have uh danny fisher is he a wrestler oh, i don't know maybe the first one was like a real ass movie i remember it being like it having a big theatrical release Wait, hold on. I, don't. I was that was uh, I think that was something else. <laughs> let let oh, me no. look it up. Oh, I'll check so it myself. That was the character's name. <laughs> so dumb. Why would they put the character's name? <laughs> yeah, John Cena. <laughs> John Cena played Danny Fisher. It's not John Cena. It's this Danny Fisher guy. <laughs> what are you talking about? Or as oh. this other movie poster calls it, Zwolle Runden 2 Reloaded. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh my god. So yeah, so uh, in this one, uh, it's the former John Moxley, well, it's the current John Moxley, former Dean Ambrose, uh, starring in the in the action thriller that uh, that bored me so much that last night I just I went off the rails after I watched this movie and just learned how to use GIMP, the photo editing software. I went on. Wait, I went on. A I was photo editing software named GIMP. Yes, it's it's free Photoshop essentially. Uh, so I went on a Red Bull bender. I stayed up till four in the morning and I learned how to make custom dice for tabletop simulator in GIMP. So now I can make custom dice That's awesome. for any of your needs. But I'm just confused at why they're called GIMP. Because GIMP uh, I is think... usually like a, a sex slave. Yes. The whole thing has a leather theme now. I hate uh, it. What? It's like, <laughs> it's, awesome. it's one of those, it's one of those acronyms, acronyms. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. What does GIMP mean? G, it's a GNU image manipulation program. Got it. GIMP. I'm glad Don't this is the first it thing. Jimp. <laughs> <Don't call> 
<laughs> I hate myself for that joke. Don't you mean goke? <laughs> yeah, sorry, it's a goke. <laughs> oh, speaking of gokes, let's talk about trailers. We actually have trailers this week. Yeah, holy uh, shit. Trey Watch. Kurt couldn't be... Kurt's watching from inside inside Jake's uh, fingernails. He He's would, in the fingernails right now. He would be, I'd say, around my lymph nodes, so maybe he can work my work his way up to my eye. I cannot <laughs> communicate with him, so... Just, I'll send my killer T-cells to go attack him. Hey! Ah! Wait, no, that's a blood type. Uh, but no, our first trailer is uh we got a real fucking doozy out of the gate here for you we got becky and oh, oh, yeah. uh, we have two trailers that are just girls names they're girls <laughs> names because they don't want to they don't have the balls to make the karen movie yet because they should do it now while white women still get angry at that shit maybe these are all going to be a part of the series angry white women <laughs> series Oh my god, the cinematic universe. Becky, which is a... Is it a comedy, horror, thriller? No, no, it is definitely supposed to be... So, Becky is supposed to be a horror thriller. Horror! Uh, From Redbox Entertainment. That's why why we were so confused on what this was supposed to be. Is that it's just Redbox, so it's just really inept. Redbox, like the movie renting service? They have originals now. What? Yeah. I'm so mad at that. (laughs) If the only place that I can get it from is a Redbox, I have to... I'm already risking my life to go to the grocery store. I don't want to have to risk my life to go to a Redbox. There are literal drug dealers that just hang out at every Redbox. Because they know that's where the money is. And they know that's where they're like, their their prime consumer of meth and like heroin gets their media consumption. They don't have Netflix. They have Netflix. They have Redbox. Hey girls, want a meth in Redbox? <laughs> want a meth around in Red? Fun fact, that's how I got Kristen to go on our first date. <laughs> I said, hey, girl, forget about Netflix and chill. Want to meth around and red Meth around. <laughs> so oh. we watched a two-year-old movie. <laughs> oh, and God. for the for the toothless among us, <laughs> this newest installment, uh... It's a horror thriller, but it's Kevin James's best work yet. He's the big star in this. Kevin James is a skinhead. <laughs> he's so, he's, I think he's really racist. <laughs> but he's about to find out that per, that cleaning the human race is a little harder than he thought. When he runs into Becky. The little girl who kills him. <laughs> so, oh, okay. They're going to find out dental floss 
is a little tougher than feet. <laughs> she, it's so true. She trips somebody with like dental floss on a dock. Oh, so the the premise is Kevin James escapes from prison, um, to star in this movie. <laughs> No, uh, Kevin James. <laughs> so in, uh, Kevin James is a skinhead in jail, and he escapes from prison because he's got to find like the buried Nazi gold or some shit. Um, so he goes to this random person's house because he knows where they are, and he sees that they're they're a mixed race couple, and he's like, they're like, oh, do you like dogs? What kind of dog do you have? And he's like, a Doberman Pinscher, or as the Germans say, Gefischtgenschädchenbüchen. <laughs> And I, and I could not stop from from laughing. I'm like Kevin. It's not. It's this isn't a go- this isn't Paul Blart three. Paul Blart mall cop goes to mall jail. <laughs> Paul mall cop three. <laughs> it's a little different this time. The Third Reich. <laughs> <laughs> Paul oh. Bart is down on his luck. And needs to find some Nazi gold. Paul Blart's road trip. Go five feet and take the third Reich. <laughs> hey, peanut blart and jelly. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> I've never I'm racist I've seen, now. <laughs> I, I wanna see the Blart side of the moon. I wanna see that uh that mix up. Have you have you seen that YouTube video? No. I think uh so my brother, my brother, and me, the McElroy Bros. I think oh, this yeah. is one of their bits. I only seen out of context. I don't watch that podcast. I don't listen to that podcast. But I've seen that clip, and they synced up Dark Side of the Moon to Paul Blart Mall Cop Two. Um, and as they explain in the video, there are a lot of a lot of really significant uh, matchups and sync ups there. I'll have to show you it after. Um, but go go search Blart Side of the Mall. That's amazing. You'll learn. Um, yeah, but Becky is a... She's supposed to be like 12, but she's played by a 20-year-old. And it's one of those. And she like... She like uh, tortures him and tries to fight him for, his, for the key to the Nazi gold. And she has a little super soaker with gasoline in it. That shoots like a flamethrower. Even though I'm fairly sure that gasoline would just, like, degrade plastic like that, I think, if it's not the right kind. I don't know. I don't so, know much about putting gas in uh, super soakers. So Doberman Pinscher in German is just Doberman Pinscher. Yeah. It's not whatever the fuck word salad he said. But I, if, if I wanted to actually go to Redbox, this would be the one movie I would rent from it. I... I have an actual urge to watch this film just to see Kevin James's best comedy performance in years. I've I'm I would say I'd use that joke, yeah. but it's not a joke. I I laughed more than I was scared watching this trailer. Yeah, no. All right. he, he had it all wrong. <laughs> and he, he was supposed to he was making like a joke about purebred dogs. And stuff like that, mm-hmm. and how it's like bad to mix dog breeds. I'm like, it, it, no, it's it's 
scientifically proven to be beneficial for dogs to be mixed. Yeah. That's how you get, like, the really bad pugs where they can't yeah, breathe. And you really get, like, bad. the German Shepherds where they're, they have, like, they're, like, they're bred to, like, be spread eagle all the time. Yeah. It's, it's bad. Hip dysplasia, kids. It's a thing. Breed your dogs well, otherwise they'll get nasty <laughs> hip problems. Um, so that's, so that's Becky. From there, we move across the cafeteria to Shirley. Like the temple, uh, I can only describe this one as um, hipster Fraser, evil person thing. Yeah, it had a weird tone to it all, and it's quirky. It was they're so supposed to be like quirky, quirky. and like uh, what is it? Uh, like intellectual humor. Yeah, it's like oh. Like, like I said, the guy, the husband of Shirley, does his best Fraser impression. Where he's like, "Oh, it's so trite. I feel like we're in the Scottish play." Anything could happen. But do you know what's going on in this trailer, Jake? Not at all. Uh, okay. I think I think she's like crazy. I think she's got a little psycho side but to her. She like she is like it's like a hostel or something. There's just like people there all the time. They're like we 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 take in people for a while, and there's like just like there's like a bacchanalia going on. Of just random people in in button-down shirts and suspenders, just walking around, just drinking. I'm like, the first comment really sums it up. I can't tell if they're supposed to have accents or not. Yeah. Um. Just. Oh. Like and so the I guess Shirley the the titular Shirley is she's a writer but she's also crazy. Uh, and don't read her stuff when she's having a mood. Otherwise, she'll she'll do bad things to you. I guess. There's no hook. There's nothing that's hooked me. <laughs> Shirley, you can't be serious. I am serious. Don't call me Shirley. That's, that's a better movie. Go watch yeah. Airplane instead. Yeah, definitely. So, the trailer does not do its job as a trailer. Unless... I, I guess if you're just into it stylistically, if you like lots of brown and beige... And you like people acting uh, quirky and and like if you if you're the kind of person who dresses up and goes to a steampunk convention, I could see you what enjoying this movie. It's not steampunk at all. It just has that old school like fifties vibe. Yeah. Like Shirley has she almost has like horn rimmed glasses. But I it's 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 trailer. It's coming out. It's like supposed to be suspenseful too, and I'm not really getting a lot of that suspensefulness because they're a lot of them seem like they're mad, like like the Mad mm-hmm. Hatter, and like they're very erratic. Um, yeah. And there's that, like you said, that that hipster indie vibe to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just not, I'm not sold on it. I don't know. There's a hot chance that this might just be one of those where like this looks stupid and then it's like everyone loves it. It's it like when we either. uh when we talked about Parasite, we didn't I I don't think we trashed on it. We're just like, "Oh, it's like a Korean thing." Okay. Yeah. Oh man, that's been in theaters for a while. What's up? And then it turns out it was like amazing the whole time and I was like, "Okay, sure." Yeah. Um I actually have the description here and I don't it, the trailer did not does not match up with the description for me. 
Uh, renowned horror writer Shirley Jackson is on the precipice of writing her masterpiece when she when the arrival of newlyweds upends her meticulous routine and heightens tensions in her already tempestuous relationship with her philandering husband. I think that like even the vocabulary sets the tone of this movie better than the trailer. Yeah. yeah. Um. Middle the middle aged couple prone to ruthless bobs and copious afternoon cocktails begins to toy mercilessly with the naive young couple at their door. That's the that's the uh, <laughs> that's, description there. So it's so up its own ass. Yep. It's for a very Surely particular... see your own asshole from your front door. <laughs> this is definitely for a very particular crowd. And uh, I don't think we're mm-hmm. it. I don't think we're it, fam. But yep. what we are it for is Space Force. <laughs> that was really I gra- grammatically <laughs> proficient. We're it for it for to watch for space. For space. Uh, well, go not to space, movie. not three space. We're not talking about vectors here. For space. Why use many word when little word do trick? Do trick. <laughs> I uh, that, yeah, but... so Space Force. I think it's a Netflix movie that's going to be coming. Yes, out. Like, it's a, a movie or I think series? it's a show. I like yeah. it to be a show. That would be really be great. Um, so it's got Steve Carell. It's got John Malkovich, uh, which I love. I love John Malkovich. Uh, it's got a lot of other like big time supporting actors, like bigger name supporting actors uh, mm-hmm. that I think are really going to add a nice touch to it. And it's Steve Carell, I think, kind of with the the chains detached from him. Like, I feel like this right. is a, a Steve, like an office Steve Carell, but without mm-hmm. like the filter for like swear words and stuff like that. Yeah. So, well, it helps that the I guess the writers for the office or the um the the crew that brought you the office they don't I don't know why actually was that the lighting is. crew. Yeah, that's what it was. They just brought the whole fucking stage crew from the From the craft services that brought you the office. (laughs) I really want a movie to have the fucking audacity to put that in their credits. That's so fucking funny, though. The craft services that brought you the office. Our actors are well fed in Space Force. Space Force. I just want it to be for two unrelated movies from two different studios. Like, fucking some Lionsgate thing is, like, from the craft services for Pacific Rim. Which, of course, everyone knows is from Legendary. Don't ever get those confused. I don't know. Is Legendary part of Lionsgate? I don't know. We're going to talk. That's that's getting it. That's dipping our, dip my ankles into the the cold, piss-colored pool that is Hollywood business. And I don't want to deal with that. Uh, what I do want to deal with is Speed Kerbel. Uh, so we also as, got Ben Schwartz in it as well. He's always funny. Ben Schwartzenegger. Um, who's the one guy? Arnold's true son. Oh, Noah Emmerich. I forget who he is. Um, he was in. The Truman Show. He, he's got a familiar face, but. Oh, he was in The Walking Dead for a bit. Um, uh, shit, I don't really... He's an actor-director. I don't... 
I don't watch that show. He he's got like a familiar face. I think we've seen him in a couple things, but mm-hmm. uh, I know he's a, he's a pretty good actor. Uh, I don't think he needs to get some more work. Cool. He was in the Sherman Show as well. Uh, Fred so Willard. Waldrick's... Fred Willard is the yeah, yeah. Fred Willard's good. Yes, he is for like Fred a second. Willard. He's just like some. He might be playing the role of uh, like, um, not Neil Armstrong. Who's um? I don't know. He's listed as Fred Naird. Fred Naird. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure that's someone. Remark Owen Daniels. Uh, who's I think a smaller actor, but he was known for off something on The Office, Arrested Development, so a lot of other shows. But uh, so this show is about uh, the Space Force. I mean, it's in the name, uh, and I think they're taking a more real life approach to it. Not sure if they're gonna dip into any politics. They did mention they're just gonna call him POTUS. I they, think I think they're just fine. gonna call him POTUS, which is okay. And. Uh, it's about the like the 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 birth of Space Force and <laughs> I guess there are some hijinks that go on in it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like people who don't like the new general. Uh and I think they're gonna do a really good job with it because it's following like I think some of the accuracy of the Space Force on how it got made. Um because all it was I think was like the Air Force Certain people got promotions in the Air Force. Yeah, it was, and then uh, they got a new branch. It was basically a, their di- their division, and I think they're still right now. I don't know the whole politics on the thing. They're still trying to like divide the powers there. They're like, yeah. what departments are we moving over to the Space Force? Because I I also don't know what kind of funding that thing gets. So it's I'm sure there's a lot there's a lot of politics in. Oh yeah what the hell that's going to be and that's going to take a few years to get that all settled because like you know for instance moving nasa over to space force because nasa's part of the uh, i don't know if it's it's either an independent is it independent or is it part of the air force i think it's independent i think it's um i think it's yeah i think it's an independent like department that gets funding through the government, and then they get, I think, as well, projects. Oh, okay. They get, like, con- um, they're, like, contractors in the government, I want to say. I could be 100% gotcha. wrong. I feel like the astronauts are, they come from the Air Force, though, right? They're trained by, yes, they're trained in the yeah. Air Force as pilots, plus, plus. They're like, here, you have, you know how to fly a, pl- you've taken all your simulation hours in a plane, mm-hmm. and also you have a PhD in chemistry and, like, another subject. You want to be a fucking astronaut kid? They're like, Yes, yeah, absolutely. I've been training since I was like five for this. Yeah. This has been my one goal in life, and I've <laughs> I've sacrificed everything in life to get here. Don't even fucking ask me that question. Are you serious? Yes, 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 yes. Where do I sign? <laughs> I can only imagine. I want to interview like an astronaut, and I want to ask him like, "What did you feel when you got the job offer to be an astronaut?" Like. Were you just? Did you just explode inside? Because that's like the ultimate nut. I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> like for engineers, like we get, we get the engineer position, but then there's like different levels of engineer, and you mm-hmm. know, okay, we go, we go over, wherever. But for astronaut, it's like there's only one thing you can do. <laughs> you can be the astronaut. You're either in space I, or you're not. I just feel like I feel like an astronaut would be. 
like if you've ever known anyone who's gone into a phd program they go sort of insane and then they like transcend their physical form into like knowledge man (laughs) they send to like the knowledge plane as they they figure out like they finish their work so by the time you're there and you've already done like your doctorate on stuff um and they're like i guess it could be an astronaut sure fucking i like if you hear the if you hear the exploits of like some like phd kids where you just like you have to jury rig your own programs and like you have to do everything yourself it's like yeah i I guess I could fix a leak on an airtight ship in low Earth orbit if that happened <laughs> and run this set of things. What is it? Was this runs in basic? Yeah, okay, I could do it. I'll learn I'll learn basic in a week. Like they, they, fucking they, 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 at that level, I I have immense respect for just just people in general at that level. That's some crazy shit. Um But yes, if so like if the astronauts were moved over to the space force and they like no one funded the space force so it's like we have twenty thousand dollars for our space force budget i'm gonna pay you in coupons (laughs) they're good for five dollars off at toilet paper at costco it's really expensive right now it's a good deal yeah i think that's gonna be a good show because it it's got some really good comedy in it, I think, and um, uh, like one of the one of the bits that they did was they watched uh, a rock, what I assume was a rocket, explode from like a bunker, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was a failed experiment, and and Steve Carell just goes, "How much did that cost?" And he said four, and he's like, four million. And he said, four middle schools. We could have built four middle schools with that money. <laughs> and Steve Carell just like, oh! <laughs> just that, that like real reaction of just like, ah, oh! of just like immense disappointment and anger. But like, you don't have an outlet to do it. <laughs> yeah. I just, oh, there, there's I, that moment. I I have a feeling that people are gonna think this is gonna be like the uh, like a like another Michael Scott for him. Maybe it's like it not could be. like not another Michael Scott. Like oh, he feels like Michael Scott, but he's gonna be so comfortable in this role and do such a good job that it feels like it's just a outstanding performance by him. I mean, they should. They have the set, the janitorial, the stage janitorial services from the people who brought you to the office. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they have the craft services. They have the uh, the lighting crew. They have sound guy. They have the 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 chauffeur service <laughs> to and from the the set. Yeah, they were all working there in the office. No different writers, directors, producers, all that. But yeah, those guys were from like from like Aquaman. <laughs> James Wan came on to direct. <laughs> Don't know why. We told him he's not allowed. He just walked on. He just said, I want to. He walked in. Um, so that's Space Force. I think that's, that's all the trailers I had. Uh, do we want to talk about King of Staten Island? Oh, yeah. We actually did finally King, get a trailer that popped up on King YouTube of, for it. King of Staten Island? Um, yeah, let's talk about it. 
and uh, Jake might be looking blankly at the screen because we usually have a little, a little behind the curtain here. Jake and I have a little, we do, we do a little video chat while we go. Yeah, we do a we, little uh, We strip tease for each other. You disappeared and, on uh, Yeah, I, I went bye-bye. I'm the bye-bye man. <laughs> don't think it, don't say it. Um, bye-bye man. <clears throat> so yeah, so King of Staten Islands, uh, and uh, it it looks pretty funny. Um, I think it's it's gonna be a little bit of um, oh god, what I'm blanking on his name. Oh my god, Steven Stevesman. Uh, it's Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, so Pete Davidson. Um, kind of following his life. Um, or the beginning of his life. Uh, because he talks about his dad a little bit, so there's gonna be a little bit of emotional stuff in it. Uh, and you know, Steve P- or Pete Davidson, uh, his dad died in 9/11. On mm-hmm. the um, in the World Trade Center, he's a firefighter, I believe. I don't know if he's gonna make a lot of jokes about that or or what, because that's actually a part of his stand-up bit is how how he coped with it. Um, and it's also gonna like take a dip into his uh, relationship with his mom too, because um, I think there's probably gonna be a point where he's gonna be looking to move, and you know, is he gonna move away from his mom and and leave her and all that stuff? So, so is this? I don't I don't watch his stand up. I don't watch his stories. Um, is he? Is this based based reasonably on his life, or is this based? On, is this someone? This is the story of some guy who has who's loosely has his story loosely based on Pete Davidson's life, or has elements borrowed from Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson's life. I am not sure. I don't know I, his story, so I'm I don't know honest. how autobiographical it is. I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's going to be um, a heavy mix of of stuff with his life that actually happened with his life and something with the character that he plays. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. It is a see. Judd Apatow movie. And I know he has a penchant for, um, well, I've heard he has a penchant for improvisation. Shocker. I haven't actually watched a Judd Apatow film hmm. such as Grandma's Boy. Have you seen that movie, Jake? Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. I, love I haven't seen it. Um, so, yeah, so, it really does seem like, uh, it's like a auto, autobiography. It's gonna be loosely based on his life, is what I'm thinking. Um. Okay. He's not, he didn't name himself the same thing, um, but I'm sure there are gonna be people who are from his life who had an impact on his his development growing up mm-hmm. that are going to play characters in here or going to be characters in here that he were, he remembers as memorable. Like I know Bill, Bill Burr's in here. Uh, Bill Burr is unleashed with full New York accent. Love everything. Um, Steve Buscemi. Yep. I, that was, I guess that's a, that's the cameo to the, the classic reference. If you've ever been on Reddit in the last 10 years and looked at today, I learned that was like a meme at one point where, because uh, Steve Buscemi was actually a firefighter in 9-11. Um, so it makes perfect sense as a cameo here as he walks by as an actual firefighter. Yeah. But um, 
yeah, if you were on Reddit at all, that was a fucking meme. Like, did you know that Steve Buscemi was a firefighter in 9-11? <laughs> it's like, yes, I did, in fact. Thank so, you. So I think I think that where it, like, is going to stray is uh, there's a scene where he's in the fire hall. And I think he's trying to be a firefighter, the character. Or he thinks he should follow in his dad's footsteps and become a firefighter. Because that's mm-hmm. what all of his like dad's friends want to do, and that's what his mom thinks he should do, but I don't think his heart's in it, and he might have to grapple with that. Uh, and mm-hmm. and I don't think he ever, I don't think Pete Davidson ever did that in real life. Um, but there are certain things that like do reflect his life, like his relationship with his mom. Like I think he still lives with her or something. Yeah. And Staten Island, and uh, he's he's sort of hasn't gone anywhere with life. He's, he's a being like smoker. a tattoo artist. Yeah. I don't think Pete Davidson was ever ever aspired to be a tattoo artist and had his body covered in tats, no. like a like a SoundCloud rapper. Yeah, I think I think he likes tattoos. I think he has some, but I don't think he's like chock full of them. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, so human parchment. I think there's going to be like a fifty fifty split of like what it's going to be the major points, like his dad dying in nine eleven, grappling with grief and. You know, what to do with my life. I'm sure there was a part of him that was like, hey, should I join the fire department to honor my dad? But, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I. It's probably going to be a pretty emotional movie if anybody's lost, like, a, a parent or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or who relates to this strongly in that way. Um, yeah. If I, could, if I can laugh and pray in one movie, that's good. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's gonna be funny too though because with Bill Burr and like Steve Buscemi and Pete Davidson, it sounds like they have some really really good comedy in here. I love all their stuff, and Pete Davidson is uh, credited as one of the writers too. So hopefully he puts out some good stuff for it. Fingers crossed. Uh, um, and then the let's see the last one quickly here. Uh, of course. How could you forget it? Netflix's big debut of The Babysitter's Club. Oh, yes. <laughs> so it starts off it's a as, It's a teaser trailer for The Babysitter's it's a Club. It's teaser trailer, but it starts off as this dumb, like, rendered CG, like, panning shot that goes across Twizzlers and, like, trash. It's, it's and like stuff. a college sophomore's, like, rendition of a, a 90s phone in Blender. Yeah, and then it goes so. up this phone, and the phone rings, and these four girls answer it. I never read the books, but apparently it's a club for babysitters, and they have a company. Maybe I don't know. I don't it's <laughs> like it's just the it's just the misadventures of five girls in like a like a my stories are on sort of way, but for little kids. Oh, okay. So it's just it's just like I I'll just go out on a limb and say it's Sex in the City, but for but for. <laughs> elementary schoolers i think that works yeah clarissa's being such a naughty pants hand me another hand me another grape juice honey they're just sitting at the cafeteria table they're like in their sundresses sitting at the cafeteria table with the one with the one guy friend who likes to braid their hair the one guy friend (laughs) we all know that good friend we make friendship bracelets with him let me tell you about my boyfriend. He didn't even give me his macaroni picture today. Oh, 
I'm gonna leave him. I actually. <laughs> what school did you go to? Instead, I want I want like the the tiny baby version of Sex in the City. It like I don't know, snuggles in the schoolyard. I want that, but I want it to have the same content though. Oh no. <laughs> Well, that, maybe not the physical content, but like the, the same writing and the, the same lines, like I don't know. There's something about like having like a a, a child talk about like adult issues <laughs> and complain about how like ah uh, I have to go home later and I know she's not gonna put out because <laughs> she knows I'm <laughs> cheating on her <laughs> and it's coming out of this like little boy's mouth or something. Oh my god. Oh my god. Alright, I think that does it for trailers. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't have any more. Yep. Alright, moving on to the box office. Boxing office. And Excuse you may think, hey, all the movie theaters are closed, but there's a couple rebels out there who are like, haha, coronavirus ain't real. <laughs> I have, I have seen films has, like, their home theaters... Which they're, maybe it's just their theater. I don't know, it doesn't say how many, like, theaters it's in. Wretched but I'm gonna guess. In 12. Uh, oh yeah, wow. That one is in a lot. I don't know why it's in the, that's so strange. But, um, you know, the, the list of theaters at the top, the top four movies are in are 12, 2, 2, and 1. So there's a couple IFC home theaters that I think they, they like have really good contracts with that are like independent. And then the top, uh, we'll, we'll just go from the top here. Yep. It's the uh, the Wretched gro- coming in at a $65,000 gross. Almost 66000 Almost. Um, these theaters are doing about um, six five six thousand dollars $6,000 per theater take. Um, how many? Is that a lot well, I guess more like three thousand, like three thousand per theater take. Because next is uh, True History of the Kelly Gang, last week number one. It's been upset, upset by the newcomer, the Wretched, um, but it's still up thirty eight percent from last week, even though it's gone. It's left three theaters. How does that work? <laughs> I don't know, but it's uh, it made thirteen thousand, thirteen point five thousand gross. For I actually literally have more money than that right now. It's great saving accounts. Anyways, um, for twenty eight thousand total gross, twenty point six thousand total gross. Uh, then we have in coming in at three the disappearance at Clifton Hill. Uh, it turned into Clifton Park, ladies and gentlemen. It's right here in Albany. Uh, so I know Clifton point- Hill is. I wonder if that's the same Clifton Hill as uh, the one in Canada. Could be. Uh, I'll, I'll see what the, the description is. Follows a troubled young woman returning to her hometown of Niagara yes. Falls. Where the memory of a long ago quick kidnapping quickly ensnares her. I think we reviewed the trailer for this. That's so funny. I've been I remember the trailer. I've been to where it's like it's, Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Nifty. Uh, that it. pulled uh, at 11.6.7 thousand gross uh, this week for a total gross of 15,000 and then coming in at number four the other lamb uh with 
it made $1,199. This movie would not sustain my rent for the month. Uh, and that's coming to... Wait, how does it make a total gross of $6,000 if it's only been in one theater and it made $1,000 in that theater? It's been out for five weeks. How's it been out for five weeks if this is its, if it was nowhere last week? Did they? I guess they ran it at a film festival. I don't know. It's just like in and out. Like, are they rotating movies at these theaters? There's like, they're like, we're just gonna take it off the roster and then we're gonna <coughs> put it back on. Then we're gonna take it off again. That might be. Maybe they're just maybe IFC is just showing its entire collection on these. They just sold their whole collection to the theaters, and they're just having like a rotating showings. That would be weird. But um, the Wretched, the number one movie of in America right now, as if the box office is to be believed. Did we ever also watch a review of it or watch a trailer of it? I don't remember a trailer no. of the Wretched. No, we have not. Um, I have no. I guess little boy runs away with thousand year old witch. Okay. Is the premise fair enough? Great, lovely. Um, it's also my fa- one of my favorite black five drops in Magic, the Wretched. It's a two five with wing. It has wings in the art, but it doesn't have flying because it's old Magic. Old Magic. I want to see this. It's from uh, you know everyone's favorite set, Legends. Oh yeah, Legends is great. Wretched Camel? Do you mean that? Nope. It's a... Here, I will. I have the link up. Yeah. I've been looking at it all morning. I've been staring at his beautiful face. Yeah, look at that. Look at that little, little sucker. For five? Is it 2-5 so for good. five? Is it rare? Yeah, that's what a rare was at Legends. It was a 2-5 for five with... It had wings, but not flying. At the end of combat, gain control of all creatures blocking the Wretched for as long as you control the Wretched. So that means that you have to attack with your 2-5, and your opponent has to go, I don't want to take 2 damage, I'm going to block it with my creature. I mean, you and you have, to, you have to have that interaction, and then have neither creature die. I mean, you could have some sort of like crazy interaction with uh, maybe some like artifact that forces creatures to block it. You could, but... Um... Then you have to, again. You have to navigate successful combat, and fog? then if they have any removal spell, fog. Fog. I guess fog. <laughs> Guys, so watch out! It's my black green wretched control creature deck. That's so bad. I want to build it. Put it in for good measure. Like if it was blocking or blocked. By. Like, if it was blocked by, that would be interesting. I would put it up as a yeah. cool wall. But no. Um, it's a... <laughs> so, as this is about as good as a movie to talk about as, as movies and talking about this week. So, <laughs> we'll look at the reviews yeah, for The Wretched. Let's see what... Yeah, let's see what people think about it. Um, I'll get... I'll... T- I'll I'll take the high road and you'll take the low road. Okay. I'll yep. take the ones. So we're we're just scooping them out now. Um. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. I will take. I'll take this one. It's an eight out of ten. But I'll I'll talk about it here because 
it has more information about the movie than I know. Um, so we'll start off with this. And uh, eight out of ten. It's an eight out of ten by Warren Drugs, D R U G G E S, Drug S. Um, in that was literally on Friday uh, or yesterday. I don't know. Um, great little horror film. The Pierce Bros are clearly fans of the amazing graphle, graphic novel Witches. That's W-Y-T-C-H-E-S, so Witches, which they borrowed from quite liberally. That said, they at least did it justice. Great special effects, decently acted for the genre. Overall, a solid effort. I look forward to see what else they can do. No one found it helpful. (laughs) No one found it. So sad. But that's cool. Well, Adam Brooks 21 disagrees with you when he wrote this review on May 2. One out of ten. The Wretched. What a fitting title. I don't usually write reviews and think most are stupid or too over-analytical like the person is a critic. So you know this person isn't a critic. Anyway, this film was horrific. It was 95 minutes of nothing. There was no plot. Scenes did not last over a minute and did not set the next scene up. Oh, you misspelled scene, you dumb idiot. Oh, no. He forgot the C. And he put two E's. Uh, uh, scene up. So you had no clue of how things happened or where new people came from. Dot, dot. The acting was stale. There was no build-up because there was nothing to build up to. I have seen many wretched horror films in my lifetime. And this ranks... High up there with them. The Pierce brothers should quit before they get further behind. So in conclusion. Oh, so this was written by a 10th grader. So in conclusion. Watched it or don't watch it. What? I don't care. (laughs) You can agree with my review or not. I don't care about that either. It's just my opinion. 15 out of 32 found this helpful. Amazing. Um, 10, 10 out of 10. Actually, 10 out of 10 is Stefania Sills. Stefania underscore Sills review of The Wretched. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. That's the title of it is 10 out of 10. You already knew from your review, but okay. Uh, you might think dot dot WTD dot dot dot. What is wrong with her dot dot dot. Well, no, dot, dot. The only reason I give 10 out of 10 is because I believe horror slash suspense slash thriller movies should be merited a bit more. They do deserve a bit more of acknowledgement. If you are thinking, dot, dot, well, they do not have character development, dot, 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 then I will say, colon, excuse me, colon, uh, wait, no, that's exclamation point. Yep, that's not two colons in a row, thank God. Look at the character development of the evil, dot, 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 dah, dot 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 or the person that things oh well everything is okay dot 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 anyhow dot 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 just saying this movie should have more that what it has dot dot maybe just my opinion and we'll do one more i'll do one more after this so. is this is an interesting one uh one out of ten by uh-huh. k craddock Eight nine one eight three. Lead kid actor should learn. Or no, I, I missed the title. 
Bad acting. More satanic garbage from Helly Weird. I think that's a play on Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Is it really a play when you just change up so many of the letters? Okay. More satanic garbage from Helly Weird. Lead kid actor should learn that's not the way you act when you're drunk. Get some braces to close that Michael Strahan. All the f- oh, oh my god. All the females were actually MTFs, which I think is male to female. Okay. With giant shoulders, faces, mandibles, super orbitals, and no female hips. Oh, this is one of those guys that are like, the bone structure of the face is how you can tell if, like... He's one of the guys that thinks that the only reason that you can't get girls is because the bone structure of your face is bad. Like they ha- they hang out on like 4chan and like the dot the nasty... dot dot hashtag oh. transpocalypse. Oh my god! I don't even know if he's just making shit up, or or this is like any sort of thing. I see no other comments that talk about this, so I'm assuming he's just like digging on the women in this movie. Right? That's fucking weird. Um. All right. Well, to counter that shit, here's another ten out of ten review by Peg Shame. Peg Shane, not Peg Shame. It's something else. Yeah. Um. Peg Shame somebody. <laughs> scary film, tight story, and a nice twist. Uh, from January. So this was ba- out back in January. I guess they just re-released it. Superb acting. Great dialogue, perfect pace, and a solid horror tale without the plot holes or antagonists breaking their own world rules as you often see in films like these. It also has a nice twist. The movie doesn't hang on it, but it further confirms the rules of the world. I just loved it. 27 out of 54 found this helpful, so it's like people actually read this review. Yeah, I don't. I, I looked at the some of the females in the acting list. I don't think any of them were trans. So I don't know what that I think guy was he's on just about. a little transphobic. I think crazy people got into the comments because I do. I have one more. It's not a good one. It's not a bad one. It's just someone who has like a mental problem. They just wrote an IMDb review. Yeah. Um. So go, and then I'll show. I'll share my. I'll do. My I'll do one. Uh, five star. Okay. Um. Yeah. All right. This actually, because we we get some of the more sensible stuff in in the 5 out of 10 uh, category. 5 out of 10, a great effort that ends up being fundamentally basic. I'm not sure what the buzz, what, what was it? Oh, I'm not sure, was it the buzz going around before the release or what? But right off the bat, I can say that among other motions, I am also pretty disappointed. The Wretched is a reasonably well-made horror movie. Has all the typical makings of one, including a story that that's pretty much put together of multiple familiarities, portions of Friday Night, Fright, or sorry, Fright Night, uh, The Witch, Rear Window, or Disturbia, if you will, uh, plus some body horror, and a kind of 80s feeling that seems to have stayed more of a goal than an achievement. Overall, The Wretched comes across as a fundamentally basic. As fundamentally basic. Oh, shit, this is a really long one. 
Sorry. There was more to it. Uh, there's a story and it flows evenly. It entertains, accompanied by a romp of characters, decent gore, cinematography. The problem is it does, on a surface kind of level, the Pierce Brothers utilize a wide selection of familiar tropes, ordinary devices, and old tricks, perhaps trying to weave together something new, but ending up something uninspired. The plot follows a teenage boy who's struggling with a parent's divorce and comes to spend some time with his father, but life gets complicated and he notices something weird going on in the neighbor's house. An old evil witch has come out of the forest to mess around. Everything that can happen will happen. Love interest conflicts with the town, bullies conflicts with the father and his new girlfriend, and other plot lines go where one would expect to as well. Uh, yada, yada, yada. I believe The Wretched is perhaps better horror movie than I've described, but personally I find the best words are fundamentally basic, which is why I'm recommending it. this to those less familiar to a custom horror genre. My rating, 5 out of 10. Cool. So, basic. Amazing. That's actually a decent review. Um, okay. Well thought out, well reasoned, written by a rational person. Thank you, Twisted What's content. not uh, is, is this... Uh, review written by uh, Piano B.A. Sun Mortal Kombat Wear Pink. I'm going to share with you, Jake, his user page, their user page. I, maybe it's maybe it's a girl, but it's definitely it's got to be a guy. Um, because this, so I'm going to read you their review. Uh, and then I looked at their page, and this review that I'm about to read you is the only review that they post. They change out the genre for whatever movie they're posting on, but it is the same review across every movie they review. So it's this they're just this is a spam account for some weird uh crazy rambling shit and I just caught it and I have to share it with the world. Sure. So here we go. The wretched 7 out of 10. <clears throat> Title is any contact with female is the dystopian road to babies, guys. Be careful of the subliminal man-woman MSG, and thank goodness for the animal kingdom to annihilate the latter. That's the title. I'm about to read you the content of this. This was posted today, by the way. <coughs> posted today. Oh, then we caught a bot, like, in the act. This is amazing, before the spam catchers got him. Alright, so if you go on the site, you may not be able to find this review. This is an exclusive as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Andrew Jackson, 2NE, the greatest president behind Lincoln? Only one to return banks from shadowy organizations to American hands? Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge released online. Truly extraordinary. My moonrakers of this achievement of men. Second paragraph. If you like this horror movie, enjoy. What's horror is all comedy is sucked away by 51% of the world's population whose goal is replication of humans, not creativity. Want to disintegrate dreams of the 49%. Needed to be herded in correctional facilities to figure out how to deal with these actual walking viruses. Spy secret agents need to reevaluate their focus and annihilate. Need to get torn up by Animal Kingdom. Movies with humans have the hero and girl trying to get with each other. They even include animals assuming human characteristics of that man-woman nonsense. Be careful of what gets brainwashed into your subconscious from this. Watch out for the whole guys. The romance angle, parentheses, romance, parentheses, TM, close parentheses, is too much a term for this, close parentheses, is handled charmingly slash cutesy, but all of this is like, aw man, here we go with this stuff. 
I know this movie, Spider-Man, FFH, is showing guidance to males how to deal with females. All imagination shown in this movie, creativity, is the male ability, while females are replication of humans, a.k.a. babies. So both goals are contrast with each other. And no, if you stick it in their hole, your creativity goes swoosh, disintegrates. (laughs) You fall in line with the patriarchy, which is uncompromising. Replication is them celebrating the debauchery of humankind while creativity is trying to get closer to God, imagining creative things. Any contact with female is the road to babies, guys. Even the cutesy way movie dalliances are portrayed. I can't provide all the know-how on the matter. What I can state here that someone else hasn't figured out throughout the thousands of years of human knowledge. They want to grind up men, but it is I who grind them into fine dust. Wear pink to take their power away? I get its hormones. Just J.O. in the toilet or napkin. Signed, C-S-U-N-B-A Piano. amazing this needs to be if we ever make a movie this is the test read that i give all our cast this is what you have to read if you want to get if you want to successfully audition for our movie before before the bots take it all down i want to put it in the discord oh fucking thank you jake (sighs) that's awesome that's so crazy and you know what's funny so if you start looking at the other ones um they change but the only change I can see right now is they changed the genre of the movie. Yeah. So just so that second it paragraph, fits. if you like this horror movie, and then for the Willoughby's, if you like this animation adventure comedy movie. <laughs> this could have been written by a bot, um, where they just they they take they pluck the genre data from it and um, put put it in that spot but uh other movies that this guy this person who's totally a person is reviewed is uh fantasy island joker the way back i still believe contagion hey the other lamb uh true history of the kelly gang bad education arkansas the lodge dangerous lies disappearance of clifton hill brahms the boy too so they're just they are every fucking movie here what was this reviewed as? Uh, this was a 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. Okay. Interesting. Or this, that review was. Fascinating. But wait, I don't know if he gave them all the same rating. Because I look at the rating distribution, and some of them are 6s, yeah. and some of them are 7s. Why did they change? Why does I that don't matter? know. What is the goal? He's been a member for four years. What the fuck? Check out my poem oh, no. from Amazon. Kindle. Oh no, he has his real name on here, on his on his thing. Someone, oh, that's not good. Oh, or maybe okay. not. He maybe he has some. I don't know. This is. Where do you see it? Uh, if you look on some of his uh, his uh, published works I that think... he put in his description. So I think those are like books that he wants to read. Maybe. I'm going to look up one. I looked We're it up. I, I got a dog. You got a dog? Amazon said, sorry, we couldn't find that page. And then it's a picture of a dog named Millie. Hmm. Let me try the other one. What the fuck? 
That's a savage. Oh, oh, it's another dog. <laughs> oh no. Okay, so I'm. I found it. I found some things that they've written here. We. I. I'm sorry. We've gone down a rabbit hole, but shit. I think this is their. Yep. I. Yep. 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 That's a person. We found the actual person who wrote this like spam bot shit. But what is it? What, what is the, next the one? fuck? What about the other one? The John one. Um, the what? The John maybe he, one. Maybe he reviews books too. Maybe they review books, and these are just different aliases. Maybe. Oh no! This is no. These are all books by him. I'm so confused. I I'm sorry, kids. We've we've fate. We've we've stumbled upon something, a deep hole that we should not get into today. Uh, this is a time for me. I need to get more cans of energy drinks and perhaps some good whiskey. Uh, get crossfaded on stimulants and depressants and go down this rabbit hole. This is bizarre. All right. So we have to return to reality now. We, I, I gotta fucking. Whew. All right. I'll move on. Yes. Game time. Game, game time. time. Okay. I didn't look up a whole lot of game stories, but there's a whole not a whole lot of stuff on here. The one That's... thing I don't know if we talked. We did talk about Valhalla last week. I think. I think so. The yes. the controversy about the fucking. I talked about the controversy yeah, about the, controversy. the figurine. Um, so that's a game that's coming out. <laughs> um, fuck. Uh, so yeah, there's games out. There's a new uh, Apex Legends character that's coming out. Uh, that's kind of based on the character that came out before her. Uh, it it seems like it has a good story. The um, the the legend or whatever that came out before her killed her father. The, the legend of the apex. The legend of the apex. Uh, so her name is. Uh, oh, what is her name? So the fifth season is called the Fortune's Favor. And okay. I guess they're coming out with other stuff. Like they're coming out with like a, a new like game mode. That allows you to like uncover an artifact or some of that. I don't know. It's weird. It's a very weird twist on uh, how they're taking the battle royale genre. Oh God! Are they gonna do the knuckles the like the knuckle stages from Sonic Adventure? I don't know. But as a battle royale game, that would be fucking insane. No, because it's like it's it's weird. It's like I think there are side things you can do like uh, like mini games okay. almost. Instead of playing battle royale, you can uh, uncover the artifact and it's like a side game. Then I I feel like I've seen those in other places, like um how you can get the uh like the Thanos gauntlet. I remember that one time in Fortnite, that yeah. was a thing. I think that's a good way to do it. Um, instead of like rolling out content every single week and literally having new skins every week and keeping the game fresh this way with different like 
like medium-sized changes or add-ons that they are offering for a certain amount of time. That's a different way to do it. Um, let's talk about uh, you can get a $50 Steam card when upgrading to an MSI Z490 motherboard. Buy, go buy the motherboard, guys. Go buy their product. So yeah, that's an there's that's an article. <laughs> that's not an article. At, yeah, <laughs> article. I just got that. I was like, I, that's not a word. I think that's 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 my hot new portmanteau. An article. I did have to yeah. just explain to my like boomer uh, coworker what a like ads how ads worked on certain websites. Where like oh. um like if you ever get like a top twenty list of uh oh. and you click next every time it counts as like a hit for that website and they're like they're getting hits for all those ads that are on that website and he's like well wow man I didn't even know that I'm like yeah dude it's just it's a yeah, money game bruh. um let's see what's hot in Valorant um. That fuck. I've heard. I so I've heard things about that game. Nothing about the actual game, but that like, uh, it, it it'll fuck with your systems. Really? Like some guy he had a complaint on Reddit. That's I guess that's, that's where really, that was the only, that's, that's the only thing I heard about Valorant. But like, it turned off his fa- his fan, and his PC overheated because of some software shit that they were running. That's not good because like. They there are talks about like Valorant possibly being not okay because it's from Riot and they're like a Chinese company. Yeah, and it's doing some backdoor shady shit. Yeah, it's just another one of these. Don't kids don't buy shit from. That's <laughs> like it, it. I know it appeals right to you. That's the point. It's like candy in the woods. So here's the don't weird pick thing. it up. It's hard to get because like. You can only get it through like uh, Steam drops or something. It's a free game. What? That it's because it's what? it's in such early access. Oh. So the only okay. way to get a download pass is to get it from like a watching people play Valorant on uh, Steam or on Twitch rather. Twitch. Um. So. Do you, are you a big fan of this game? Please beta test it for us so we can fix our backdoor programs yeah right don't mind if your if your pc starts flickering and suddenly your your cookies are deleted from your uh computer we downloaded them don't worry we have to we we have to change uh john kwong over in qa is changing that over from cut to copy so that when he copies your data it doesn't delete the original instance Uh, that's our latest feature for you Buy game. It's good. Here's something I didn't expect. RoboCop is coming to Mortal Kombat 11 after the new Aftermath expansion. I, so. I'm, yep. I'm, I guess I'm not surprised inside, uh, just because Terminator was in Mortal Kombat. Oh. Wait, no. It was in Gears, that was Gears of War. But okay. I mean, they put fucking Darth Vader in Soul Calibur. <laughs> oh my god. I remember, you remember that. that. When they put Link and Darth Vader in, like, or Yoda, Yoda, in shit. it was Yoda for like the Xbox 360, and then like Vader was for the PS3. I've never seen the community so divided. <laughs> Spawn was... is also coming to Mortal Kombat. Yes, was... I've seen that. That out. looks fucking awesome. He's already out. Yeah, 
Like, um, if if there was ever a character that would just slot right into that universe, it would be fucking Spawn. Yeah. For sure. That's that's awesome. Um, uh, footage of a cancelled Prince of Persia reboot has been hiding on YouTube for years. These are the fucking articles I want to know about. Um, Mm -hmm. here's something that Kurt might like. There's a rumor about a Mass Effect trilogy remaster that will be out before next April. Not if COVID kills us all, but yeah. Um, so EA, uh, said yesterday that it intends to release 14 new games during the next fiscal year, which runs until the end of March 2021. Titles weren't revealed, although... Four were confirmed as sports games. So new Madden, new FIFA, new NHL, Mysterious Four. No. Um, new mobile games are in the mix. Yeah, get out of here. So, yeah, that's crazy. I, I don't think that's I, far-fetched to, to think that a Mass Effect remaster would be in the works. Yeah. I mean, it's out there. they did it with Halo, and I think Mass Effect is on the same, like, uh... Time to update it. Tier tier list as Halo, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a really. I don't know. Well, I I wish Kerr was here, but he's currently in your in your. He's plucking your nose hairs. Yeah. I don't know if you can feel it. I mean, I could say anything about Mass Effect, and Kurt Kurt could have no say in the matter. You know, you know my feelings about Mass Effect. Yeah, yeah, Jake. What are your feelings about Mass Effect? I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> my coworker got really mad at me when I said that. Because my coworker is like a huge Mass Effect fan, he's like, "No, you have to go and play it." And I'm like, "I just never got into it, my dude. I'm sorry." It's not my, it's not my jam. There's the dudes with the little, these they have little horns on their heads. They call them, they call them Selenians, Salamanians. I don't know. They look like little fish guys. They have bug eyes. I don't want that game in my house. Um, all right, I actually have one because I've I've heard word about this. Um, on YouTube, people on YouTube videos are like, we need to talk about the Nintendo leak. And I'm like, oh, this sounds like something important and maybe big news. Um, so I looked it up and we have an article, article from popular mechanics here. Uh, giant leak releases Nintendo source code into the wild. So two, two terabytes of legacy Nintendo data has been leaked. Yeah. Um, so let's data. see. <laughs> Ranges from hardware specs to console OS code. The fuck? Jesus. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm trying I wonder, to see. I wonder if like one, one, just like one of the leaks was like super big, and that's why it was like two terabytes, and the rest is just all text mm. files. I don't know. I don't know how leaks Maybe. work. <laughs> I don't know how, how, what, what format Here. they're in. Um, test software for the N64. Oh, shit. Um, Space World demo, like the Space World demos for the N64 titles. You remember Space World, right? No. That was Nintendo's, before E3, that was Nintendo's conference for their games. Oh. So they have the demos from those conferences for like early versions of like, you know, Ocarina of Time yeah. and like Super Mario 64. That shit. Um, the data could, in theory, be used to create illegal clone hardware, able to run software and operate exactly like the original systems. That's right, kids. You could have 
a Chinese pirated N64 in 2020. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, PC emu- it is important that PC emulation um, could be used to uh, could like really get a boost from this because they can actually get the source code now. Yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> this week, here you go, this week a fully functioning PC port of Super Mario 64 began circulating online. Oh my god. Um, That'd be but it's not clear if the yeah. So the leak is said to include uh, N64, GameCube, and Wii source code, diagrams and data sheets for every system component, documents describing feature planning and implementation, full Wii operating system SDK, planning docs for the implementation of the Wii from 2004 to 2006, and Space World 99 demos. fucking insane and the the video they have here is the leaked demo for mirror house cornflakes actual title um i i guess it's a demo from space world i'm putting it up here for you it is some crazy shit i I mean it's it looks really fucking creepy just because it's it's such a such a rough demo yeah oh yeah oh wow wow yeah that's those balloons those balloons it is a it is someone walking through a maze oh that's that's a select player screen uh oh gosh oh man this is riveting gameplay (laughs) but back then back in the day i mean for a demo it's like here look the n64 can do 3d and all these types of graphics don't you like it? Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, Nintendo, the, a, a lot of shit's out there. The emulate, the emulation community is probably very happy. Uh, Nintendo's really fucking pissed because you know how they, they hold that, they hold their data tighter than their own dicks at night. Yeah, you know the N sixty four sales are gonna plummet after this. <laughs> Um, we got the first screenshots of Halo 3 and Halo ODST, uh, on the PC were revealed. Uh, that's pretty cool. I thought you were just going to say the first screenshots of Halo 3. <laughs> yeah, right. Come out. <laughs> um, back in like 2012. No, yeah, that, that's, uh, pretty awesome. They look really good. Uh, really clear, really crisp. Um, I've been really happy with how Reach and Halo looks on the PC and, uh, I hope they continue with uh, all their shit. So, because we got that Master Chief collection, and it's taken forever for them to get the games out for it. I don't even think. Yeah. Halo Two, I think, should be coming out soon, but it's not even out yet for the Master Chief collection. We may have to play one of the Halos on PC just to see how it, it stacks up, because you know, Halo was it's the big thing is that it brought PC shooters to the to the console gaming market. So I want to see if it's too easy if you have a point and click uh system as opposed to analog thumb stickers i definitely think that um there's yeah there's definitely an advantage um i've been playing halo one a little bit uh it's pretty easy but then again i don't know i and we might have to try it on like heroic or something like that and see if it's as bad as it was i remember halo three on like legendary was ridiculously hard oh yeah, yeah legendary is it's just like the pain mode yeah. i 
from from many sources I've heard that heroic is uh, sort of the best balance of challenge and not broken as fuck. Yeah, because like they'll just throw like ten grenades at you and just say good luck, try and dodge them all. I sucked ass at shooters as a kid, so I played mine on like normal or even easy. I was yeah, like, yeah. I don't want to try too hard in this, and I don't have, I don't have, I didn't have the coordination to deal with two thumbsticks at the time. Gotcha. I remember when I saw the first Call of Duty because like, hey, old the older shooters for consoles were like kind of slow. It took a little bit to turn and move, and it was still it still flowed really well. But then I saw Call of Duty, and you're just like. Zoo! Shoot, 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 running around, sprinting everywhere. I'm like, Jesus Christ, how the fuck do you actually play this yeah, thing? Yeah, no, right. The high so, sensitivity. I always played on, like, super low sensitivities, and my friends are always playing on, like, extremely high sensitivities. I'm like, jeez, how do you do that? <laughs> like, twitching. Cause it's insane. It's, like, all they play. Um, we'll see We'll see what uh, how it does when it comes out. Yeah. If it's uh, horribly broken or not. There's not, there's not much more uh, gaming stuff gaming news there's a lot of delays a lot of uh cancellations of like game shows uh but we talked about the e3 uh kind of replacement last week uh and i think i think we're gonna mm-hmm. see a lot of game studios start to do that where they do their own announcement or, or some shit like that so and nintendo has been they were secretly we- leading the way this entire time yeah. i know right with their own stuff so that's cool all right um, I think we have a movie. Twelve that... rounds. Movie Twelve that... rounds. Twelve rounds. Twelve rounds. Twelve rounds. Twelve rounds. Twelve rounds. Let's go. Pete's hype. So, this was our replacement for Catwoman. I really wanted to watch Catwoman this week, but we couldn't find <laughs> anywhere to rent it or or watch it. So, uh, we're watching Twelve Rounds instead. <laughs> uh, uh, I. John Good, I don't, I refuse to believe that's his actual name, like pseudonyms within pseudonyms, but John Good, normally known to the WWE community as Dean Ambrose, uh, and known to, known now as John Moxley, uh, is 12 Rounds. So, did any of the other 12 Rounds movies, like, tie into this, or no? No, I don't think so. Fuck. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> It, the only phrase I think there ties in is just, he has a gun with 12 rounds in it. And he says that a lot throughout the movie. He's like, I got 12 rounds. And then he's always and then the, the bad guy comes up to him in the beginning of the movie. He's like, your gun doesn't it? It's small. You're, you're not 12 rounds. He's like, I haven't become 12 rounds yet. A, fr- a freak ammo accident <laughs> struck when I... When he held his ammo aloft and got hit by lightning. And since then, he has the power of 12 rounds. I wish that were the actual plot of it. <laughs> It'd be more interesting than, I am cop. Other cops are bad. They want me dead. They want him dead. Um, Yeah, so D-Man D- D- Brobes... Uh, I'm just gonna call him Dean Ambrose for the for the entirety of this movie. Yeah, he's a cop. John Shaw. He's just he's John Shaw. He's just back on the force, uh, and true to his character, like he's true to his character in WWE, he slurs a lot. His lines are delivered a little drunkenly. <laughs> I 
it might like, have been it's my first day back on the Forbes. It's it's good to be back here as a cop. Um, he's normally more energetic in his promos because when he was with WWE and even now in AEW, he is he's supposed to be an ener like his his whole persona is that he's like an energetic crazy guy. He's like I'm going. I'm here. He's a little sassy, which came through in this because I I like it. I lo- I love it when he cracks jokes. There was um. There was one segment where he was like, he was pulling numbers out of a lottery for, for like which place he'd be in in the Royal Rumble or whatever. He's like, eight. Oh, wait, sorry, sorry, guys. I got that upside down. <clears throat> eight. <laughs> That's good. And he, he, cra- he does a lot of shit like that. And there was some of that was in this movie. Yeah. But, um, I, it's, it's, it's got the bad action movie thing where, halfway through i made it to about an hour into this movie and then i got so i just got hit with a wave of boredom and i'm just like i need to take a break so i made myself a drink and i took a long bathroom break and then i came back and finished the movie and that's why it took me two hours when it probably took you guys like an hour and a half well like it it followed a lot of really just simple tropes so you know, in the beginning, it kind of drew you in with, like, the mystery of, or the, not mystery, more the uh, suspense of, okay, he's trying to solve this, like, case that he just got new evidence for, oh shit, here's some new stuff, like, awesome, and then he's finding out that, like, some of the cops are dirty, and, you know, they're specifically on that list, and then, mm-hmm. and then he's like, oh shit, look, this is big. And then it just it turns into a run around the police station for <laughs> an hour other. and shoot each other, and for some reason these trained cops can't kill a guy with they a just... pistol with when they have fucking like assault weapons, dude. Like they even have ammo cheats on. Yeah. Um, remember that scene where they were shooting him in the car with their pistols, and they shot him about I want to say a hundred times. Yeah. With their ten, their whatever round clips. Yeah, they they just. I want to go back to that scene because they just keep shooting him. They just go ba 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 ba. I'm like, you're out of bullets, guys. Ba 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 ba. As the as the you, I can smell the 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 taiga of Russia just coming off every fucking CGI mullet muzzle flash, as it as it popped off. Um. So, so uh, I want to know, know was there so was there only 12 did he only fire 12 shots or did he have I think they did shot? count his bullets when he was firing his gun they count they at least counted those cuz they made it a point yeah. so they had to keep continuity I, I think for I it. think when you make it a point you can't mess up on that although I it would not surprise me if I went back and actually had to count them myself that he fired a different number of rounds other than 12. Let's see if I can find it. In but he trivia. had to fire them all, so, so he could be 12 rounds. Um, yeah, this movie is just a, like, people run around building shoot each other. There's not a lot of plot here. Uh, so, but I guess spoilers. Yeah, spoiler alert now. Sure. Watch out. Uh, don't, wa- don't watch this movie <laughs> unless you're really, like, if you've never seen an action movie before and you don't know how it's supposed to go, you want a helping hand with with my my kid's first action movie. 
you go watch this one. My kids, this is boobies in this. You can't show a kid this. You gotta teach the kid that there's like adult movies have adult boobies. Boobers. Not child boobies, that's legal. Um. (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, yeah, spoiler alert. Spoiler eagle. Spoolers! Um. 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 um, Jonathan um, Good is a character's name? (laughs) No, it's John Shaw. The guy's name is Jonathan Good. Which I don't, I still don't think that's his actual name. I can't believe that. Like, that's all, that could have been a wrestler's name. But it had to be the the guy's name. Anyways. Anyways. So it starts off with. Oh, I got so confused because um, they're both named John. I'm so dumb. I hate my life. Yeah, 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 yeah. They probably did that so he didn't, so he didn't have to uh, work too hard when he was on well, set. They're like, John. He's like, what? In IMDB, John. they have him as Jonathan, Jonathan Good uh, plays John Shaw. As Dean Ambrose. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is confusing yes. as fucking shit. So, John Good, the human, the human John Good, uh-huh. plays Dean Ambrose. Yep. Okay, the, the WWE guy. Superstar, yep. Who plays John Shaw. That is correct. That's some, like... <laughs> that, in unrelated news, Vince McMahon's F- F- XFL has uh has closed today. It closed this week. They're done with their season, or not done with their season. They're just done. I think they just they folded. Did they really? The XFL folded. Double check that right, for me, Jake. Right. While I recount the beginning of this movie. Um, so corrupt cop goes into dude's house. Uh, and this is when I immediately noticed that this movie's production was not top quality in that there was something blurry. Like, I know it was a split focus thing where the ba- the background's out of focus, but the foreground's in focus or the for you know, vice versa. But they really overused it. So everything, there was one blurry thing in every shot in this scene. It was a real travesty. Um, and they just, they shoot the guy for, I don't know. It's, it's not terrible, but like, it's not well executed. He's just talking about, he whips out like a deagle. Like the dude just has a big fucking gun. The bad guy has a big fucking gun that he whips out. He's like, look at my gun. And they, it's a lot of dick. There's a lot of there's a lot of penis euphemism in that whole thing. Um, they kill the guy and they raid the safe to get rid of the incriminating evidence because they're corrupt cops and you know you can't have that. I'm literally falling asleep talking about this right now. <laughs> this it's just it's not engaging. Well, I'm just like yes, I get it. You're setting you gotta fucking expose the whole plot till we get to the actual shoe sting. Well, let me let me invigorate you by telling you that the XFL. Uh, did file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Um, and they are seeking a new owner because apparently you can't make money during a pandemic. Who'd a thunk? Yeah. So, that boring exposition out of the way, um, we start with the plot with John Shaw. He's back at the precinct. He's walking around. Everyone's staring at him. I guess he he got his partner killed or some shit. They said he got his partner killed somehow. They 
they went into a little bit of detail. I think he like missed oh, a fuck. shot, right? Didn't did he like miss mm-hmm. a shot? Maybe. Now he has, like, like that was a weird plot where he's like his aim's bad sometimes, and then it gets good. And then it gets really like accurate at some point when, like, when, when he headshots people. Angry. <laughs> yeah. Um, I forgot. This one's for Kurt because you haven't watched Letter Kenny yet, Jake. No. But um, so remember the beginning where he pulls up in his sweet yellow car. Yeah. And he's like he flashes that kid the yeah, badge, yeah, that yeah. kid that like challenges him. He was Jonesy on Letterkenny. He's oh. one of the hockey players. Oh yeah, he did look familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I saw that. And I just my brain leapt out of my skull. I'm like, oh my god, Ferda. Just fucking. Hey Jonesy, you want to drive out here? Yeah, Riley. You want to get him? Yeah, Jonesy. Like just shit like that. <laughs> I love it. He just pulls up. The kid wants to race, and they. Uh, John pulls out his badge. The kid's like, ah. Andrew, That's Andrew Her. And Andrew Her. Andrew Her. Yep. Was on Letterkenny. And uh, his girlfriend like laughs at him because he just got like emasculated or whatever. <laughs> and like, then winks at okay. the cop. And is like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, you're gonna, you're gonna cheat on him in the future. Yeah. He doesn't fuck anyone in this movie. There's a lot of people he could. There's a lot of prospective do's in here, but he doesn't <laughs> do the do. Well, they get shot, so. They get penetrated somehow. <laughs> they get penetrated in other means. So, John Shaw returns to work, uh, and while this is happening, uh, some other oh. side plot is happening where this. I have to talk about a couple things in the in the bullpen scene. So he's introduced. This is where we introduce all our characters, including the the new recruit who's like looks up to him sort of, and the captain who's like, who's who's trying to be an ally. Mm. And I guess it paid off in the end, but shit, this was some crazy-ass editing. Like, if you look at it through the through-line of the entire movie, it's maybe good foreshadowing, but in the moment, it's the stupidest fucking thing. So, he's talking to the captain, and to end the scene, right, she's like, I'm open. I'm an open book. You can come in any time to talk to me. I'm open any time. And then she walks onto the elevator, and the, the doors close. Which is the symbology in in film generally for I'm going somewhere that you can't follow. Don't follow me. I'm closing myself off. Yeah. You remember how that scene ended, right? I'm like, you, the thing you said and the thing you the camera did did not match. That's good. Who is the director here? Or that's good but film editing because the, the the what she was saying was pay- a lie. Yeah, because it paid off because she's like, she turned out to be bad at the end. Yeah. And then immediately got her fucking comeuppance <laughs> in one second. I like that. I like when it pays off right away. No time to build that. Build the betrayal there. Um, all right. So, yeah. Side plot about um, the they find they find the MacGuffin on their body, which yeah. so, so they some guy talk gets about killed it. and he gets... I think tortured. Well, it's the guy from the beginning. It's on his body. And then, then the, the, the MacGuffin, that is a credit card flash drive thing. And you better fucking know that it's a flash drive that looks like a credit card. Cause they drill that shit. Don't forget guys. It's a flash drive credit card. I, I think they repeat it somewhere between six to 10 times in this movie. And they do it right after each other too. They're just like, 
flash drive credit card. Flash drive credit card. He's got the flash drive credit they, card. And then it doesn't come up until the end, at which point it's broken. I bet you put that in your back left pocket. Okay. And they never even pay it off in a cool way. You know what the cool payoff would have been that makes sense with what it was? If John gives him, like, an actual credit card, right? Yeah. And decoys it. So then then it being looking... If it looked like a credit card, then it would pay off because the bad guy would be uh, duped. Yeah. And John could get away. But no, he just fucking smashes it. And we're just like... Okay. Cool. What a fucking great plot point to hang your whole movie around oh there's no evidence and he's gonna have to do some other way to incriminate this dirty cop it just all works out um you know we should note that the the guy who the the guy's the dirty cop who we're talking about is tyler burke and the the character roger cross plays him is he another wwe Mm -hmm. guy i don't know i don't think there are not there are no other wwe people that i recognize Alright, then why the fuck is IMDb doing this? Roger Cross plays as Roger R. Cross, who plays Tyler Burke. I'm so confused. I don't know. Maybe he is a... Like, they could be. They just... Maybe they just don't get any airtime. That could be very well true. Alright. Yeah, so... Like... They... It's in, like, a comedy of errors. John pulled... John Shaw pulls the credit card flash drive from evidence like five seconds before the the bad guys get down there to to grab it. Yeah, because they they they're like, hey, you should let the the guy who was on this case before let him know that there's new evidence and he can come down. And get oh it. yeah, and I remember he he like peels out of his driveway in the middle of fucking a girl because yeah. like, there's evidence <laughs> at the fucking thing. We gotta clean it up. Yeah, yeah, and then they. Well, no, they let they let Shaw and they let Burke know. Um, I don't know how. Mm-hmm. Forgot how Burke found out about it. Um, I think I just heard about it. New evidence or some shit. And uh, so Shaw goes pulls it out of evidence, looks it up, finds out that like Burke was dirty on it, and finds the evidence. He's already looked at it, and then they have this really suspenseful scene which I liked, where they're in this elevator, and he runs into. Uh, Burke and a couple of his goons. Yep. And he's got the credit card, and they pick it up. They he drops it, and they even pick it up for him. And they're like, "But they, oh, they don't like, know yeah, yet. don't don't lose this." And then, like, he knows that like Burke is dirty mm-hmm. at that point, and he's just got to play it cool. He's like, "Why are you back?" Right. And they already have beef with each other. Yeah. Which I forgot to talk about this scene where the, where they're at the gun range. Oh, and weird. there's a fucking dick, there's a dick joke in here, or like a weird like penis thing in here, where the guy's like, John's shooting on his range, and then Burke comes up, and his range goes out farther. God. His big black shooting range. Jesus Christ. So true. <laughs> it's, it, it really it is was a, That was a weird, awkward scene, I didn't like that. that yeah, there is a lot of, uh, a lot of tension if you know if you catch by drift yeah i i did like uh, that elevator scene though that was that was pretty yes. intense um and then they leave they part ways um i think he shaw goes back to his desk or some shit or he's trying to leave 
and mm-hmm. when they find out that like Shaw already knows or already looked at it or some shit or already pulled it out, then they're like, all right, get Shaw, find him, do something, get the card from him, right? Um, find him, kill him, mash him, stick him in the stew, and then they uh, and they pull the fire alarm, and they're like, all right, get him when he runs out of the building, and some officers get trapped in the building. Thus begins the uh, the chase. The lockdown. Where well they they have to hack into the sec- they break into the security place, um, and begins my favorite character and one of my favorite characters in this movie. I I yelled at him every time because the guy running the security cams in this in this thing, he looks like a diet Ricky Gervais. He looks like a man who I could really only describe as someone whose favorite beverage is Diet Mountain Dew. I'm trying to think of who, what, what actor this was. The guy who sat down in front of all the, all cameras, the cameras. Yeah. Which one was and it? And he, he, he had the thinnest mustache known to man. I'm trying to find, trying to figure it out. I'm trying to find his actor. I, I recognize his face, because I'm pretty sure I've seen him in other stuff. Could have been. But here... Diet Mountain Dew Man. That's, that was my name for him this whole movie. And he doesn't know how to use... So, first, I have to yell at this this police station for their inept fucking camera system. Because I, well, I don't know much about security systems. But to me, it seems like you should design your cameras and monitor setup in the security room in such a way that when your suspect runs out of one camera frame, they should ideally run into another, right? Mm. And the one that they run into should be connectable through the monitor. So your eye should just be able to track his motion across a monitor and let you track his motion through the building. But several times, he steps out of the camera's frame and he's just gone. He disappears. Can't find him anymore. He's like, oh, I lost him. Like there was a really dumb scene where so I found the guy he's um uh uh Darrow so the guy Darrow was Darrow, Lachlan yeah. Monroe um Lachlan Monroe you look like a guy who enjoys a fine Mountain Dew a diet variety he was in White Call Shirt. Me he was in Scary Movie that's how I know him he was Greg in Scary Movie oh, which I've seen before. he's old Greg yeah. so <laughs> there's this scene where he's just like he. He's like looking at the cameras, like doing his job, and then he finds Shaw. He just pops up out of the corner, and it's like, "Here I am." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Got him." He's on third floor, right. He knows corner. exactly where he is he's, in the he's building. In the crime Great. area. He's like crime lab. Crime lab. I got him, and he's like, and then he walks out of frame after he's done talking to Burke over the intercom or something like that. He knows he's got a killer. He's like, "Oh, yep. where'd he go?" I lost him. I lost him. Like, yeah, no, he was going to wait around for you, you dumb idiot. Oh, and he's not in the crime lab or anything. He's not in the vicinity of the crime lab, of course. No. <laughs> um, I like the one where he was in a hallway and he was talking and he busts up the camera and he's getting pincer attacked from both sides by two cru- by two teams of shooters. And not only is he gone from the camera, the teams meet and he's just nowhere. Did he just fucking ninja vanish into a closet? He channeled his inner um, uh, Gordon. Ninja so, Gordon. Like, there's... It, 
just uh after it's locked down, we basically just watch him do his best Die Hard impression for 40 minutes. Yeah, it's Die Hard for a while. It's also a pretty it's like a setup flick of him getting set up by killing a couple officers. They said he's like always oh, shot like five you can, officers. And you and... can were you when you watched the parking garage scene because he tried to get to the parking garage to get the car to get out of there, but it didn't work. Mm. When you saw the that guy come in on the parking lot scene and he was never introduced in the movie before and he just walks into the shot, I'm like, oh, he's gonna get shot. <laughs> this man's gonna die. <laughs> like, I this may not be an actual wrestling show, but I can smell a jobber when I see one. <laughs> and I knew that man was about to be fucking got his guts blown out oh yeah and that was the same scene where three men with uh hand pistols seemed to shoot uh an entire 50 round drum into the side of a car you know what happened? without ever reloading <laughs> get those and extended they, I love how he's like cruising past them and they're five feet away from his face but they're shooting the tires uh gotta love this shit yeah there was there was some pretty cheesy shit in this it's there was uh what about the scene on the rooftop where he he wrestles the one guy who is apparently in all tactical gear and he pulls oh, yeah. the pins on the grenades. Like I've seen I've seen that action. I've move seen before, that move but... before. Ah, I got your pins and he's like, Oh shit and tries to get it off. But then he blows up in the goofiest CG explosion I've ever yes. fucking seen. And it's just like he blows up into meat chunks. <laughs> this is so dumb. Oh, he just goes poof and turns into cherry Kool-Aid. And turn into chunks. Uh, Uh. Yeah, there was some really goofy stuff around here. Uh, There was a scene where he, like, toppled over a cubicle, and then Burke and some other guy decided to unload about 100 rounds into the cubicle and just shoot high and not decide to shoot low because... Their bullets can't penetrate mm-hmm. through cubicle walls. Even though later they do smart, like there's it's there are some almost smart moves in this movie, like on both sides, because the bad guys at one point use tear gas because tear gas hangs low, so you can't crawl around and tear. That's the whole point of tear gas. It's one of the big points of tear gas is that if you're crawling around on the floor, you can't do that anymore because the tear glass, the tear gas is heavier than air, so it sinks. Yeah. Um, so it's like, cool, kudos for you. And then, but then there are parts that are missed. Like, I just feel making things that are missed. Like when, um, John is, he's been shot and he pulls up and by the way, the shoot, the shot area makeup, awful. Like that does not look like a bullet wound. It looks like he got burned or some shit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Bad, bad. Also just just little streaks of blood. Just uh, in and out. Quick little shot. Get a better medicine. Get a better makeup department, guys. Come on. Anyways, he's like he's in the office, and I, again, a missed opportunity. Like with the credit card, I really wanted him to crawl. They could have. They could have even established this earlier. There's one cop who like, he's he likes getting sauced on the job, but you know everyone's cool with it, and part maybe part of the corrupt police or whatever. You know, there's the one officer who likes to. He keeps a bottle of high proof vodka in his in his uh, desk, and he likes to drink on the job. Cool. And then he's later on, John could be like hurt like he was and he's crawling around the cubicles and he's like, oh, I know. And he goes to the guy's um, 
drawer, he pulls out the vodka, and he disinfects his wound with it before packing it. That would have been a cool That'd scene, but they fucking squandered it because these guys don't think about the goddamn movie they're making. Like, they could have had a throwaway scene in, like, the beginning of the movie where they, like, there's a guy who's, like... He pulls, like, the, like, a flask out. Pulls a flask out, or he's got, like, a cup of coffee, and he, like, has rosy cheeks. Like, he's kind of, like, mmm. Like, he's mm-hmm. acting a little bit drunk, but he's, like, enough to where it's not noticeable. And mm-hmm. you just see, like, maybe his name tag, and then you... You can reference it. There's little things that they could have just done to, like, maybe bring this up a notch, and they didn't care enough. Yeah, I mean, I can't expect much from them when they don't know how to lock a camera down. I don't know if you noticed this, but there are a lot of scenes of them. It was just dialogue, like, flat shot dialogue. Yeah. But the camera was not on a stand. It was handheld. So the whole scene, oh, it's, so it's kind of just bobbing. And I was like, this is making me nauseous. Yeah, that was, that was really How cool. is dialogue making me nauseous? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I saw that. That was... When you pointed that out, it was like, ugh. Remember the, uh, remember the scene in the locker room? Remember how that locker room had carpet on the floor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Fungus waiting to happen, that's kids. That, that's how locker rooms work. Yeah. Um, and you know how I could tell that this was shot on a college campus? It's because they had the fucking... The doors, the big flat doors with the big handles. They're just cylinders. They're, they're supposed to be, like, minimalist. And then you have the carpeted floor with the goofy pattern yeah. on it. I'm like, this is like their... <laughs> academic, this is like their sports science building or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. That they rented out for a day. Um, so after a lot of fucking around, a lot of action filler, they meet in the basement. Like, some, some admiral comes in, or like the police captain comes in in his dress blues. Yeah, he's like wearing, like, I don't, do they really do that? I feel like, I feel like they don't. Like, it's it's 10 o'clock at night, you know, (laughs) there's no way, this guy got pulled away. There's no way he's still his, in, like... From his family and dinner, yeah. and he's like, I gotta put on my full fucking regalia, and not, like, a simple officer's uniform like, or anything like that. man looks like he's ready to give out the Medal of Honor. And yeah. and he's, he's in dressed up like this. And uh, they pull up, all the cops show up, it's Burke, who's cornered Shaw, and they're about to arrest Shaw, because everybody thinks it's Shaw who's been killing the officers and stuff like that and then he's like wait he's like wait i'm innocent because also by the way uh captain matthews the girl who was also in on it uh Mm. she got she got ko'd again that was the the quickest fucking turnaround ever where she's like i betrayed you she was like and then uh burke is like no i betrayed you Uh double cross so Okay, saw that saw and, that trope coming, um, and then they they come in. All the other cops come in, and they're about to the rush Shaw, and he's got a little voice recorder. He did the fucking phone in the he pocket the trick. Phone in the pocket trick and recorded Burke saying, "I double crossed you. I'm the bad guy." <laughs> and then the of mystery course. the mystery gang saved the day, and old old Burke didn't get to sell his timeshare for. For money, like that's a, it's straight out of a fucking kids show, yeah. um, and this like this would be the part where uh, 
have used the credit card prop properly, he would have pulled out the card and he'd been like, I'd like to make a deposit or some <laughs> shit. Did you notice that his one-liners sucked ass yeah, in this movie? Yeah. Not very good. Like when he shoots the dude in the head, he's like, he's like, how about you shoot for somewhere where a guy doesn't have Kevlar on his like body? Like your head? Hey, pop. <laughs> yeah, he bops him in the head. He's like, like your head. And I'm like, this is... Oh, Jesus. So bad. Write a better one-liner. Like, thanks for the advice would have been like a so much better. Just like a, a even simpler thing. I don't know. It's God, they're just so bad. No. Here, watch this. I'm gonna rewrite this that fucking exchange right now. And the guy goes instead of instead of Kevlar. He's like, maybe you should shoot somewhere uh, that's not covered up, or it's not being covered, and then pops him in the head. And the guy was bald, so he's like, I he pops him, and then he's like, yeah, I think your head's exposed, or some <laughs> shit like that. Like make a bald joke at him. That would have been great. Boom him right there. See, it took me. Five, 15 seconds male pattern baldness is hereditary <laughs> Ooh. um <I> don't know. <laughs> so just shit like that and they so that uh he doesn't save anyone everyone no. who he tried to save is dead everyone in that encounter is dead he walks out like as a hero but this is ostensibly a shit show for everyone involved they just found out that six there are like six plus corrupt cops in their department that were in a giant uh uh, fucking conspiracy they're all dead uh there one guy walked out of the building with only the testimony of a bad guy for that they heard for two seconds you don't know what he, what else he did in there you don't know if he's responsible for everyone else's deaths uh but he just gets to walk out and just walk home uh just it i don't that's the thing like when the movie's written badly I, it breaks my immersion, and I'm just like I just start thinking about this. If it was like some sort of real situation, and I would just I just balk at this. I'm just like, oh my god! If you heard set six dead in police uh, police department shootout, I like I that's just a, that's an awful headline. That's just bad times. Yeah. No, um, nothing nothing came out. And like if at all, if anything, I, like they they just exposed the dirty cop. Like no yeah. crime lords got thrown under. Like this wasn't a feel good ending. It just it I don't even remember how it ends. It just sort Burke of just, he done. just walks away. He just walks out of the thing, and I'm like, no, that I'm pretty sure you're still. <laughs> he walks you, off the set. <laughs> you were a suspect for like five people dead. You're gonna be questioned and like. Go to a hospital. <laughs> you have two bullet wounds. You are this close to shock. I like that where the guy gets stabbed and he stabs himself in the chin and he dies. Oh my dies. god. That's one. What? You don't die from right here under the chin? Yeah. I was so far up. Like, that's going. That's a good That's a good half a foot to your skull. Like, that's going yeah. into your mouth. Like, yeah, you're going to be in a lot of pain. You're not going to die, though. That's not your jugular. Mm-hmm. There's the guy that gets like shot in the shoulder and he bleeds out in the span of twenty seconds. He, you just watch on screen as he goes into shock and dies. Yeah, I was like, okay, okay, um, yeah, this movie it's 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 a big pile of stinky garbage. Yeah, it's not good. Um, 
if you really like i need to i do need to find more of these movies though because i have been looking for movies that i i can just fall asleep to and that i don't have to care about at all these might be the ones i actually i it, it might be useful for me so if you want one of those this is that movie if you want to be engaged with action content do not watch this movie um and that's that's about all i have to say about 12 rounds three uh lockdown i guess the last thing is that he shoots uh burke with his last round oh yeah so he did oh, use yeah. 12, he rounds. 12 rounds he, he became 12 rounds at he the shot end. him in the knee too so he could still fire his gun because i forgot shooting people on the knee is definitely what takes you out <laughs> popping off around in the middle of being while being surrounded by SWAT teams who have their guns raised is definitely the safe option. Yeah. No one else would shoot their guns in that situation. No one would be like, Oh God, round shots fired. <laughs> like, and just, yeah. Grease them both. They, 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 either both of them would be shot. Well, all of them took their guns off of Shaw, which probably wasn't the best move because what happens for the one instant that like Shaw is still in on this and like, maybe he's still dirty. Like they don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you don't know. I don't know. All I know is that I'm done with this fucking yeah, movie. Done with it. All right, I'm. D- we're done today. Saturn Stud's over. I, I, Kurt, we got to get Kurt out of there. We got to poop him Kurt's out before he fucking that, explodes that out the, your ass. Uh, I think. I think we are nearing the thirty seconds left of the <laughs> of the submarine <laughs> that of his of his what was what is this car? The sphincter submarine. Of <laughs> <laughs> his tiny car, it's it's gonna enlarge in about a minute. So we got to get him out of me. Okay. So I gotta read these off real quick. Uh, this has been Sand Suds. You can find us on Google uh, Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, Stitcher Radio. Uh, you can find us online at SaturnStuds.com or SaturnStuds at blo- uh, Blogspot. Um, this is, let's see, what else? We're streaming on Twitch. You can catch us every Saturday at 8. That's when we stream. We stream on Twitch, Mixer, and YouTube. Uh, YouTube Gaming, that's the one. Um, and if I missed anything, check us out at Saturn Studs on Twitter. Uh, do we have a Facebook, uh, Jake? Yeah, we have, yeah, find us on Facebook, the Saturn we Studs. Um, We're fucking yeah. everywhere, my man. Twitter sphere at Sud Saturn. Um, and tonight, we will finish our playthrough of For the King, where we will either party wipe horribly, oh, yeah. or we will win very quickly. Uh, either way, we'll be starting off with For the King and we'll be moving into some other stuff. So check yep. us out. It's about two to four hours. I think it's about four hours we stream every night. So come in anytime after eight and we'll be going. All right. So um, we got to drop some steamers. So that's it for tonight. That's the cast. Yeah. All right. Uh, be well, stay safe, and journey through someone's body like it's 1995. Peace. Bye-bye.